It's Friday, Thursday, the 21st of February. No one knows what day it is. Uh, yeah. Well, it only tells me the numbers on my computer. Unless Wait. I click it. What happened to that Resident Evil thing? We're not going to talk about that? We're not going to talk about that, because this is a short... We're going to hope it's a short podcast. All right. If we say okay. short, it'll be the longest podcast we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It'll be Probably. all the Game of the Year ones. I think all it'll be dense, though. There's a lot of stuff that happened. There's a lot to talk about. That's why we're kind of moving forward into the top-down perspective. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, I'm your host, uh, Sean Booker, and I'm joined with John Wheeler. Yo. And Nathan Rohr. Hi. Um, now, let's start with John, because I understand you have not been playing much. Nope. Fire Emblem. That's it. Yeah, still yeah, playing yeah, it, yeah. still enjoying it. I do have Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, but I would had to edit a video to upload on my channel. Uh, so you didn't so. set aside the like forty-seven minutes it takes to beat that game, huh? That's is it? Wait, is it that short? I'm joking. It's like four. I hours. heard four or five hours. Yeah, that's not too surprising. But no, I'll, I if I get my way, I will have this beaten by next episode. But uh, I'll Very probably cool. be more like I'll only be like an hour in. Okay. Um, uh, I guess the... I'll just I'm gonna kind of go next just because I also played Fire Emblem. Okay. So just kind of continue that. Sure. I played a lot of it this week. Like I jumped into it full this week. I'm over eight hours into it now. So that um, puts you at what point in the story? I believe I am currently doing Paralogue Four, Chapter Ten. Okay, so you are actually ahead of me. Yeah. But I've been playing longer. I have 15 hours clocked on my game. What are you doing? Just DLC stuff? DLC stuff. Anytime there's a random encounter on the map, I'll do it. Uh, I do all the random encounters, but I haven't gotten a ton. Uh, it's all based on clock. Oh, okay. So that's the same with the barracks. Like, after, like, I think an hour or two passes, you get a new event in the barracks. Right. Uh, after a couple hours passes, the map will update, and a new merchants will show up, and new oh. troops free to fight. Okay, and that's I did, good And I did a bunch of the I've... DLC as well. Okay, I've only done the one mission for the DLC. Granted, I did it like three times because I was trying not to get anyone killed. Yeah. Which is really hard to do. Yeah, so storyline-wise, I think I'm about to start Chapter 9. So you are just Okay, I just finished Chapter 9. Just finished that I'm one. double-checking. Yeah, um, no, I'm on my way to Chapter 8, Border Sands, so... Oh, okay. I found that one actually pretty easy, yeah. despite being in the sand. But, like, I've, I've got, like, Krom upgraded to a Great Lord. So, like, my okay. characters are very high level. When are for... you uh, re-upping them? What level? Uh, close to 20, because that's usually the max. Okay, and I've plus, been doing Plus, I've only well. been able to get one Master Seal so far, and that was from an encounter. So that was the thing I was going to say, is I'm glad I know when merchants upgrade, because I've seen them in the store, and I thought, oh, they'll just always be there, but no, they kind of appear randomly. I, I thought the same thing, too, because the first time a merchant showed up, they had the second seals and Master right. Seals. I was like, oh, right. perfect. And I, I've been buying second seals, but those are useless. I hate those so uh, much. No, they're not too bad, because you can reset your levels on a character, uh, essentially. But I don't, I don't care. I want to just make them go to 20, and then make them into a super class, as opposed to another kind of first tier class. Well, no, you can put them back to the same tier. You can put them back to the same class, so you can regain levels if you don't have a master seal. That, I, that's uh, what I did with my cleric. She's back to like level three now. That's the only character I could do it with as well because the cleric. I actually I, I had one master seal and I upgraded her into like a mage or whatever or sage. Mm-hmm. And she's just awesome. Sages are awesome. Yeah, no, so, I'm kind of regretting my decision because after I did that, I immediately got a master seal. I was like, damn it. Yeah. But then I upgraded Krom anyway. So you'll find that a lot of the classes that are you find really weak and this is a null fire almost really weak at the start so something like a thief or maybe even an archer or something if you if you upgrade them they become like godlike yeah well i mean you like, have you have to use a second seal on donald to actually get any more upgrades out of him sure sure my donald's actually not too bad now and he's around level 12 like he can actually like stand on his own a little bit yeah he gets but, um, he gets another pretty good ability at level 15 okay cool 
But I'm specifically talking, like, if you upgrade a thief into an assassin, he has a one-hit kill move. Like, he actually gets a KO move that happens, like, as randomly as a critical. Criticals are pretty much one-hit kills anyways, but yeah. That's Usually ridiculous. they are, but sometimes you get literally just a KO, and it's, oh, it's crazy. So, I'm looking forward to the assassin. Um, but anyway, yeah, I haven't been playing much DLC. I'm not sure if I'm really going to download them, because I don't care about older characters at all. Like, I've never used Marth. Ever. Um, like Prince Marth, so not quite sure. Anyways, is that it for both of us? Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, I played, I believe I played The Room, and I finished that. Which I, I probably should have left that well. for the end, because Nathan, you played that. Yeah, see, that would have been nice, but whatever. would have been good. Yeah, okay. sorry. Didn't uh, happen, but... How much was left for you? Because, like, I, I couldn't stop playing that game until it was over. Like, there's not a lot of it, but I don't I know. I played the first puzzle. I, I think I did it in about two sittings. I played the first puzzle and about half of the second one. So, yeah, I, I did about half of it each time. Okay, just yeah. three puzzles. Yeah, I, I really liked the kind of tactile feel of it. Like, it, like I guess you could describe it as kind of like a mist game, but because everything kind of moves around and you feel like you're kind of interacting with this box and... I don't know. Something about it made it feel more involved in a way I thought was cool, but it, it gets all supernatural really and stuff towards yeah. the end, which you were kind of having issues with, right? I, well, yeah, I wasn't super into that because I really just kind of liked the like almost toy like aspect of this is just a puzzle box. Yeah, but then I kind of like the way like... they made it a little spooky, like with some of the like vision stuff and like the weird sound effects and whatever. But sure, once I'm it totally went full weird, it. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Um, and I will say that that uh, it's so it's by Fireproof Games or Fireproof Studios. Fi- Fireproof I Games, yeah. Or- Though those are from some guys that were on criter- were from C- Criterion. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So on Twitter. some of those guys, or all those guys, I guess, worked on Burnout at some point. Yeah, and you could tell because those puzzles—they're so—they're about crashing cars. No, they look nice though. <laughs> Because but. TJ Atomica comes in and tells you about puzzle boxes. Mm-hmm. That, that'd no, be pretty it, good, actually. It's really restrained in the storytelling stuff, too. When you beat so. the game, Paradise City starts up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like ten versions of Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Yeah. It's one version, but it comes on a lot. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, there is a version of Burnout that comes with like four Are different... Are you telling me you know more about Burnout Paradise than me? Oh, no, I'm not talking about Paradise. I'm talking about another Burnout game. Oh, okay. I think Dominator. Oh, it, the PSP it, one? No, the uh, the... PS2 and I guess and PSP one yeah oh, okay yeah, yeah. um huh. okay perhaps but yeah the room was pretty room, cool room's uh, pretty good my only issue was oh man I wish there was more of these because at the end it says there's more and guess what there's more there's spoilers more. for the spoilers news spoilers for news section yeah we'll get to that later we get out uh, of the way I... now though if we want to kind of okay we could just t- we could just talk about that sure so th- they've announced that the room's getting a sequel this fall yeah. Fantastic! It's also getting a free update this summer for the current, you know, current game Room One, I guess, mm-hmm. which is going to like bridge the gap between. So I'm assuming that means like one more puzzle box they're going to add, like just kind of further explain how another one happens. Or I don't know, but I could see them just putting in like a fourth puzzle box that somehow has a strong narrative hook. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm keen on that because I definitely liked how this one felt, even on the phone, which is I guess obviously the worst way to play it. But it was still kind of just enrapturing in a way. So yeah. But if that's yeah. the your only way to play it, then play it. How much was your iPad version? Was it more? The cause... iPad version normally is three dollars, but it was on sale that weekend for a dollar. Okay. Uh, I paid a dollar. I guess that one's normally two dollars, like one ninety nine. That I don't know. I know the first puzzle is free. Yeah. 
but just kind of tease you a bit to see if you want to buy it. But yeah. Um, but okay. So there you go. More of that is on the way eventually, and I think yeah. that's great. Um, what else do you play? Uh, last game I played and beat <gasps> Nino Kuni. Ah, you were playing so that one a lot. I have been. So this is actually, you know, I'm not playing it right now. It's <laughs> well, over. I would hope so because you're done. I'm not grinding. Yeah. Well, actually, there is still stuff to do because a whole bunch opens up afterwards, like extra side quests and kind of stuff to do. Uh, but I did beat that, and I will tell you, there is no Studio Ghibli cutscenes for the end of that game. What? what? So it is literally all at the front, and then there's one about, I'll say, 80% in. No, you know what? I'll say three quarters in. There's another short, there's another little bit of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, finishing the game and, like, the final cutscenes and everything's wrapping up, there's none. What a waste of a license! Yeah, so it is literally all in those first, like, three hours. You'll see a bunch. That's the end of it. For Maybe, the maybe they had to start working on their new movie? Like, I don't know why that would happen. And that movie just got delayed, so I don't know. Hmm. Well, how was it, though? Was it still satisfying, I, or...? I enjoyed it, yeah. I enjoyed okay. It. Uh, definitely not my favorite JRPG, um, but I was having fun, and... Uh, there's this one creature, he's called, like, a Toki-Toki or a Toki-Tori or something like that. Mm-hmm. You, one of him gives you as much experience as the final boss. So, that's, like, if you go online, that's, like, the thing people wait, are grinding Wait, the at. final boss gives you experience? Yep. Well, because you keep playing after, it sounds like. Because you can keep playing after, like, stuff opens up afterwards. Oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. And you can, yeah, you can keep fighting the final boss if you wanted to. But anyway, so you just grind some of these guys, and it's basically every turn, all everyone gains a level. So I was doing that for a bit. Uh, just get, making sure I could do the boss, and then I just destroyed the boss. Do you know what the cap is? Like, where were you at the end of it all? I don't know the cap, but I'm in the 70s right now. I'm assuming it's 99. 99 seems like a natural cap for yeah. an RPG. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. I might go back to do some of the other side quests, but I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't know. I might want to move on to, like, DMC or something like that. Hmm. Well, speaking of level 5... Yep. Uh, I played a bunch of Professor Layton this week, and I'm going to say... That's probably because after I was done the room, I was like, man, solving puzzles is great. I want to solve more puzzles while I'm sitting in bed with a portable device of some kind. So I busted those out again. I finished Diabolical Box. I had about half of it left. Um, During it, I was kind of like not as invested in the story as in Curious Village, but as it started wrapping up, I kind of liked what happened. Like there's sword fights at the end? There's sword fights. Um, there's talk of vampires, but that may not be what's happening. I don't know. Um, it's not what's happening. Spoilers. I probably kind of said that, but it, that it, game's like four years old. Yeah, yeah, 2009. Um, I I, I guess I kind of liked it once it settles into a town and you spend time in a town because I remember the first parts of that game felt kind of like you're just jumping all around. You're on a train. You're on a. You're stopping at a place. You're getting back right. home. That kind of settles stuff. into the town pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- that was pretty much all the stuff I was doing was that town, and there was a weird mystery going on there. Um, and then I jumped right into Unwound Future, which I'm about 30-some puzzles into, I don't know, like Chapter okay. 3 or something. Uh, there's time travel fun going on, uh, Evil Layton's, Old Luke's, weird stuff. Um, so you liking it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's fun, eh? I'm trying to think through, like, puzzle stuff, like if there's any kind of quirks I have. There's new music for the puzzles in that one, so... Yeah, there you go. That's pretty great. Um, there, the big to... twist on how they're do on how everything is happening in that one mm-hmm. is just... 
it, I don't know if it's really silly or it's just it's insane enough to be like, all right, fine, I'll give it to you because that's you thought that would be okay, so you can have it. Okay. Um, there just seems to be a lot of cutscenes in this one. I don't know if I'm crazy, but there, there's all these kind of animated bits with like Leighton's past, which is kind of neat to see. Yeah, him and this I remember that. Yeah, um, you get to see some young Leighton. Yeah, it seems to be dipping into cutscenes quite a bit, which is is okay. Like he makes a uh, gun out of a slot machine. Yeah, blasting yep. all these dudes with coins. It's MacGyver fun. styles it. Yeah, there's some fun stuff going on. Um, so yeah, th- those are those are still pretty good. I mean, maybe if anything, like I just I still don't really like how you navigate around the world with just mist like with clicking on arrows. Like it just just old school point and click adventure. Like I I kind of liked how they were doing it in like Miles Edgeworth, like the later Ace Attorney, where you at least have a guy on screen walking around. I don't know. Maybe it's just okay. Nitpicky. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't played any of those. So. But if it's like Leighton and Luke walking around on a screen, that would be that would be okay. And I don't know the tapping for coins thing. Like I'm still doing that. Well, I mean, They're, they mainly do that so it's easier for them to knock them out every year. Yeah, like it's definitely an easy way to do art and animation and whatever. But uh, I don't know. It's kind of starting to like. Does Miracle Mask do it the same way? Is it? It, it's all the same. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I'm sure, like me and Brittany were talking about Last Spectre. Did you play that one? Is it good? That's my favorite one. Oh, uh, that's your favorite one. I thought it was on my own future, so I was like, oh, I got a good deal. On run future is good, but I have to give it to Last Spectre because it has an entire separate game in there as well. So you're just getting so much for your buck. Oh, okay. Because it I has guess. the tiny village or little little London, which is basically kind of like an Animal Crossing thing. Oh, weird. Okay. Like Eight-bit Animal Crossing. Like they thing, all yeah. seem to have their own little mini game, like the hamster and Doppelgall box, and there's something. Yeah, with they the all car have their own for sure. In On My Own Future, but, but this I is guess... like a separate game. Like it's outside of Professor oh, okay. Layton. It's just hey, here's an eight-bit Layton, or here's an eight-bit Animal Crossing with Layton characters because we made this on the side, I guess. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I've I've been playing those. I also played a couple Kyle Pulver games because we interviewed him this week on. Pixel response, but that won't go up for a little while. But whatever, stay tuned for that. Um, Offspring Fling, I played more of that. That's a puzzle game that was at PAX this past year. Sure. Um, a, a lot of stages in it, way more than I thought. Like I was like, oh, I'm probably gonna beat this game because I was under the impression there was like maybe 50 levels, but I'm way further than that, and there's a lot more going on, more mechanics and stuff. It, it's fun. There's like music and stuff. If anything, like the one thing I can't seem to find any way to make it full screen. Which might just be me not hmm. being able to find the right options, but it just seems a little weird to have it. Not even just alt entering the thing. Um, I didn't do that. No, oh, that's how you usually make a program full screen that's windowed. You hit alt and enter. Okay, I'll try that. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't support that resolution, it might just look terrible. Or yeah, it, 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 it might like just be like bar. a lot of black bars around like the yeah. same resolution. But give it a I'm, shot. I'm, I'd be even okay with that, just because it's just kind of distracting having junk like other stuff. Just my back, like my desktop there. I don't know. That's why you make like your it. desktop just black with nothing on it. <laughs> make it Hide the most your boring background. You never look at a desktop, ever. Every now and then. The desktops are useless. Well, I like looking at my, I got my Rise of Planet of the Apes background on there right now, so I can just look at Caesar's You also face. have a poster, just look up. I know! It's the same image, but it's like darker. <laughs> so I just, yeah, it's kind of fun looking at it and then looking to the right. It's right there. But, okay. Um, so I played a bit of that, and then I also played this uh, little puzzle platformer thing he made called Depict One, which is on Newgrounds, so I guess you can check that out for free. Um, it's its whole thing is it's kind of subverting, like, game tutorials. So, like, the game tells you not to do a thing, but you're obviously, you know, it, to do something, you have to ignore that thing, because it's lying to you. It's malicious or whatever. Kind of like the okay. Stanley Parable or something. Or as... Is. Oh, 
Um, it was a Half-Life mod that is becoming its own thing, and I guess it's going to be on Greenlight or whatever. Um, okay. But yeah, it's like a first-person narrative experiment thing. Um, this this one's side-scrolling, and it's kind of similar to this game we've talked to the guys who made it, Default Dan. Um, that's another thing Paul and I have been doing, but uh, yeah, it's a platformer that kind of breaks the rules of platformers on purpose. So if you played a lot of those, it's kind of interesting. Um, okay, Depict and- 1. Depict one, yeah. And then yesterday I got into a bit of Syndicate. Um, I probably played an hour and a half or something. So you're like um, a quarter done. I guess, yeah. I'm trying to think what abilities I have. I, I'm not sure. Like, you I should be I able thought... to get guys to kill themselves, I think. Oh, yeah. I got the suicide one, but I also got the pushback thing. I guess I'm on a train. That's probably the best. Like, okay, that's, sure. That's the yep. level I'm on. Um, so you did the first boss fight. I did do the first boss fight. There was tons of dubstep. I was really annoyed with his ability, though, to like split into multiple guys. I was just like, ugh, sure. ugh, like that fight got annoying. But you'll I don't find know. that eventually, to get really good at that game, you have to be like, you have to get really fast with your powers. Yeah, so I you'll was kind find of running around. By the end of the game, you'll be you'll be killing people so quickly, it, it gets really cool. Right, like I was trying to act all Terminator at times, and it's just like, no, you can't do that. Like you'll get shot and die. You can't just pretend you're better than you are, even though you are, but you're not yet. It was like, I don't know. Yeah, it's basically juggling like, okay, suicide that guy, that guy's on my team, shoot that guy, that guy's on my team, suicide that guy, turn that guy around, shoot suicide. Like, you have to just juggle things, and you'll never stop. Yeah. I generally like how it moves. I'm not sure how I feel about how it looks. It's got a lot of light bloom going on, which seems okay, but every now and then it's like, I can't even see. Like, this is just ridiculous. Lens flare? Yeah, super lens flare. But what about when he runs and he holds that gun sideways? Him holding his gun in weird ways as he runs is pretty great. Um, there's maybe a few logical things I have, like where it's like, dude in can pull off like a crazy stunt if it's like scripted to do so. Like he slides down an elevator shaft, but then you like fall awkwardly and die. Like just I don't know that kind of dissonance thing is still okay. happening. But overall, I, I don't know. It's it's okay. And it's not very long, so maybe I'll play through the rest of it. But I'm kind of irritated with the dude they paired me with. Like, I'm not sure if that's a story beat. Like, he's kind of a jerk. So that's maybe... a story beat. Don't worry. Okay. Like, at present, I'm not 100% comfortable with the things the agency I work for is telling me to do. But sure. hopefully that is part of what they're going for. Um, but yeah, so that that was it for stuff I played. Like, I, I messed around with a few other things, but just kind of jumped in and out trying to, like, I got totally lost in Zelda 2, and I don't know where to go next in Aquaria, but for the most part, that is gaming for this week. So let's jump into the giant news pile. Before we do that, okay, Sean? Yep. uh, Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne? Four different languages in Burnout Domineer. Japanese, Spanish, Mandarin, and English. Okay, so that must be... See, I thought you were referencing, like, Paradise. No, 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 no. Paradise has Girlfriend once. Yeah, no, yeah, the song's only in English there, but in Dominator, it was Japanese, Spanish, Mandarin, and English. I don't... I I kind of want to hear what those would sound like. Yeah. I was working at a video game store at the time when uh, the game came out, and it was on demo, so that's all I heard while I was working, was just different language versions of Girlfriend. Is it other singers, then? No, 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 it's all Avril Lavigne. She she learned the song in all those different languages. What? Well, good for her. All right. All right, let's get into the news. News, news. We got a lot. Let's do the short ones really quickly. All right. Um, so um, we already mentioned the the, uh, the room. Uh, Hotline Miami is coming to Vita. Yep, that's another one. Coming this spring. 
Yep. Which so kind of weird to see them get a console dealer or something, but that's kind of neat. Um, Nathan, you need a Vita? I, I already, I've already played that game a lot, but at okay, some point, but we know you. But we know you. Was exclusively coming to Vita. Oh, okay. Um, there's other reasons I might get a Vita that we'll probably get into later, but okay, yeah, PlayStation okay. stuff. Uh, and the last quick little bit of news was uh, Rock Band DLC is stopping April second mm. after five years of running. That's in- oh, I just I never like. Of course, it will have to stop. I just didn't think I'd be alive. I guess there's also another minor story that's kind of sad, like more sad. Like that's sad in its own way. But um, I like a lot of people were laid off today at IGN and Game Oh, I did see that, but that yeah, that happened just today, so I didn't see it. I, 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 IGN or oh, sorry, you're. I'm thinking of a different news story. Continue yours. Oh, um, some subsidiaries or whatever. GameSpy is shut down, though, and that directly impacts our lives because Matthew Roy is once again out right, of work. Right, so GameSpy and 1UP shut down today, which is, that's what I was talking that about. That just seemed yeah. to come out of the blue, too. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just like, hey, just after this big news event, you're all fired, or something. It's just weird. Yeah, which, yeah, I immediately thought Matthew Rory, because he just got hired there, like, last month. Yeah, and then so. he posts on Twitter, like, well, alright, you know, back, back to playing WoW. <laughs> so, I don't know. That, but that he did happens. post a, a picture of a puppy like laying down mm-hmm. in a car, and it looked really cute. Yeah. So at least he hasn't given up that responsibility. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Rock Band DLC. That's just crazy. I think they re- they were saying they released somewhere between three and four thousand tracks over the course of the run. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That is insane. I'm. But it makes sense that they stopped because no one is going to buy another rock band. Yeah, Blitz set and Blitz, Blitz didn't even do that good, did it? I think it did okay, but like I think like you would. I, I was assuming we would see a Blitz two because they have all the the DLC, so they would want to continue it as long as they could. Hmm. But it just yeah, new consoles coming out this fall. Is no, who's going to buy another set of drums? Because none of our instruments are going to work on the new consoles. We can assume, right? Yeah. So who's gonna? No one's gonna buy a whole new set. I still have this set that I'm not touching. I know it's. I was going through my storage room today, emptying out stuff. I was just like, oh crap! I have all this stuff. Am I really gonna use it again? I don't know. Right. I almost right. just kind of want to throw a random rock band party to actually give them some use again. Hmm. Right. For sure. But it. So it makes sense. I'm just. Yeah. I guess. I knew it would happen. I just wasn't expecting it. It's. I don't know. Weird to think. But yeah, so that stops April second with the last one. I'm kind of interested to see what their last song is. Mm-hmm. If it's, I, ho- I hope they do something cool and it's not just like a random. I I could see if Freebird's not already up there, I could see it being Freebird. I, I want to say Freebird's already there. Well, it was in Guitar Hero two, but I don't know. I want to say it's there. Or... I'm not oh, okay. sure, but I want to say it is there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, right. some bigger, a little bit bigger news. We're not going to get to the biggest thing yet. But like a medium-sized news chunk. This happened about, I think it was like the day after we did last week's episode. Uh, Nintendo had another Nintendo Direct event, like the morning of, uh, in which they titled this year the Year of Luigi. So there you go, finally. All us Luigi fans. I don't know. (laughs) There you go. Um, And speaking of Year of Luigi, Animal Crossing 3DS got a release date. Yeah, perfect. That ties directly into the whole thing. Yeah, but. so June 9th, can't wait. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Are there NES games in it again? Because uh, those not. were the coolest probably not. items. Probably the not. Considering they sell them on the marketplace, I doubt it. Yeah. Like, that's what makes it fun to play. 
No, because running from one side of town and picking up some apples and then running to their side and getting some pears. But it's all awesome. in service of getting sweet stuff. That's true. I don't know. But, okay, but then you fine. go to someone else's town and you grab their cherries and then you come back to your town and you make a cherry tree and you're like, yeah, I'm rolling in bells. I guess they could do tons of street passing business with that, right? Yeah, I'm hoping. Well, apparently I think the street passing feature is those people will come into your town. Okay. Like they will be residents now. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they'll like give you a gift or something, but yeah, street passing is going to be off the chain with this, I bet. So, damn, damn. All right, DK returns. The they're porting it to the 3DS, which I, I'm excited for because it probably won't have any shake controls, which will make the game slightly better. But you already played it and yeah. you own it. Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, no, I, I'm, I would, I would appreciate it a newer game rather than a port. But if that means that Retro is working on something else and not just the port. I am all for that. Is is Retro doing this or not? I don't Reporting. know. I don't I have well, no I don't idea. I think they are. I have I didn't look too much into it. I don't think they did this, but who I don't know. I'm not super interested cuz I haven't bought most of the 3D ports. Um like I don't care about Star Fox 64 kind of at all. Mhm. Yeah, um, I, I also didn't really care once. about DK Returns that much. DK Returns was a fun platforming game though. I will give it that. I, I played it like once kind of and then I just had no desire to go back for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know. All right, now let's get into some actual Luigi stuff. Um, they're gonna have Luigi DLC for new Super Mario Bros. U. I have that game. What, what's gonna be in it? Some Luigi levels. Right there. Oh, secret Luigi levels? Like just. They said they're gonna change every stage in the game to be a Luigi stage. Did they? Yes, they they stated every oh. stage was gonna become a Luigi. I thought it was stage. just like a pack. Like here's three levels that you can only play as Luigi. No, based on what they said, it was gonna be like the equivalent of a brand new game. Wait, that's so it's cool. not just like slap a green filter on it or something? No, no, no. Uh, the clips they showed of stages, they all looked new. Weird. Okay. I'm intrigued. I should go finish that game at some point. Yeah, I've, I've heard good things about the level design and whatnot, too. I just, I don't know. It, it is like... definitely the best of the new Super Mario Brothers games. All right, all right. I'm, okay, I'll play it. I'll do that. Arguably not a hard thing to be best at. I but, guess, okay. but yeah, I don't know. Uh, they announced a new uh, Mario Golf for the 3DS coming out this summer. I'm excited for that. Is there mini golf in it? They didn't say. They literally just showed clips of teeing off. I haven't okay. played any Mario Golf. The N64 one had mini golf, and I thought that was awesome. But, but they it have does a... sound great. No, oh, yeah, I Mario guess... Golf. Did you play Mario Tennis at all? No. Okay. Uh, well, I get in on well one, do you like yeah. golf games at all? Uh, Wii Sports was good. Yeah, imagine slightly more arcadey golf, and then you've got that does sound good. Have you ever played, like, Panga or anything like that? I did play Toadstool Tour, and Luigi's little chant at the select screen is fantastic, so as long as they have that in this new one, then it, you know, you're a What Luigi. does he say? I don't remember. Uh, it's just like, Luigi, Luigi, oh yeah, oh yeah. And he kinda, like, oh, just that's what that's from? Okay. Wobbles around and having a good time, enjoying some golf. Luigi seems like he'd be into golf, so I don't know. I like that, but yeah. Presumably one thing I forgot game. to mention was DK Returns 3D is this summer. Alright, so nice. So uh, Animal Crossing, they, DK. Animal Crossing this summer, yeah, you got some DK. Hopefully, uh, golf. And Mario Golf this summer. Right. This next so. one, though, this is the that icing on the cake or whatever. Alright, a new Mario and Luigi RPG for the 3DS. Mm hmm. Takes place in Luigi's dream. So you get to yes. in- investigate. No, Luigi only has one dream ever. One yeah, dream it's a really ever. short game, but it looked kind of cool, so. But yeah, no. There's um, there's sub- yeah, just the in- idea of investigating Luigi's subconscious somehow, and like mini Luigi's 
and all that kind of stuff. Sounds pretty great. I haven't played one of these in a while, though, the Mario and Luigi games. So I heard the third one was great. Yeah. yeah I've only played a lot the of people one. have said good stuff about Inside Story. His Partners in Time or whatever, I just didn't like it that That's, much. I haven't played that one. I've only played it, the first one. Everyone says Partners in Time is the weakest one. I played it, and I agree that Superstar Saga was better, but mm-hmm. uh, I've heard amazing things about Inside Story. The, the yeah, humor is yeah. still there. It's still a good game. It's just, you know, you have to deal with a bit more of the, uh, the, the babies. babies. Yeah. Just like no one liked the babies. They're kind of annoying. They're like universally disliked. Yeah. They're, they're the closest thing to universally disliked in the Mario universe. I wonder if that's just like tapping more... into some weird, like, you know, human instincts thing where it's like crying babies are a bad thing. So when you hear it, you get upset and agitated. So it's not oh, funny. Okay. Here. Sure. That's my well, that's, theory. That's why they had it like that in the SNES game, though, because then you're like, oh, shoot, I got to go try to save him because he won't stop crying. Right, but that's irritating. Like, you're kind of mm-hmm. like worried. I get, that is also true. You're right. On some primal level, like, you're just like, oh, no, this is bad. You know, you're no longer jumping around having a good time. So, I have yet to I be kinda back I kind of still want to go back to Inside Story. Yeah, it's probably... I'm just hearing it's, like, really good, and I've I've only played, like, half of the first one, mm-hmm. so... It probably holds up be, fine. might be something I do. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> the, the, uh, the Bowser, or the Mario Luigi games have fantastic writing. They're, like, Paper Mario humor level. Mm-hmm. Paper Mario had some good writing, I'll, I'll yeah. just say that. So that. That writing has transferred into the Mario and Luigi. Great. Uh, and the last thing is there's going to be a new downloadable Mario vs. DK game. Which I'm excited really for that. Much of those, I love I've those never puzzles. played any of them, honestly. Yeah. Puzzle-heavy stuff. Um, that sounds like it's up my alley. Mm-hmm. Wait, are they kind of right. similar to that Game Boy DK game in some way, or no? Like the getting the key platform? John? Hmm? John? I'm, like, are they in any way comparable to like that Donkey Kong game for the g- Game Boy that you like so oh, much? Sorry, sorry, I didn't realize you were saying that to me. Oh, um, yeah. the, uh, the no, they're not. Expert. They're all puzzle games, right? But like, they're platforming too. So, mm, is there... but yeah, but you don't directly control them. Like all the mini games are all the mini March games are like you tap switches and stuff like that. It's kind of like a Lemmings type thing. Uh, this one kind of looked like something similar, but you moved panels around. I think like they. Oh. How many of these games are there? Um, like if I wanted to get in on this, what's what? Like, what am I looking at? If you can find, okay, if do you want the puzzle ones or the platforming ones? What's the difference? I guess besides the genre, like, like so, like what was the when did the first one come out? What was it? Uh, was the first pu- the Mario vs Donkey Kong would be the first one in this series that introduced like the minis. But the first of that game was Donkey Kong, and then Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, and then. Mario vs. Donkey Kong for the Game Boy Advance, and then Mario vs. Donkey Kong 2 Minis March again for the DS. Okay. And then there's another one for the DS I can't remember the name of. Whatever one I saw one is you're like running and jumping around as Mario, and there's minis that you have to collect or something. That is uh, that is mini... Blah, blah, blah. That's Mario vs. Donkey Kong. The first. Okay. So past that point, I don't know what it looks like. So Yeah, past that point, they pretty much went into puzzle minis. territory. But like they're, they're fun puzzles. I really had fun with it. Uh, the DSiWare one that you download is essentially the... Uh, shortened version of uh, Minis March Again. Okay. Okay. Is that on the 3DS? You can play it on the 3DS, yes. You can buy it in the eShop. I might look into that. See how it is. Alright. Let's move on to the big piece of news this week. Mm-hmm. Talk a whole lot about... Sony had an event yesterday. Big event in New York. Uh, they talked all about the new console... With the name, drumroll, PlayStation 4! Oh my god! It's from that movie. It's like, troll. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed they didn't go with Orbis, to be honest. 
Hmm. That was a code name. They would never go with that. You never know. I, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if Xbox went with Durango. They're not going to go with that either. That's not enough of a buzzword. Yeah. Right? It's not as not as hip as Connect, right? They got to have a hip name. Hmm. Every time it's said now, I think of Django, so it's kind of weird. But yeah, no, the same thing's been happening with me, too. Just in light of that movie and everything, it's just like, what? Why would you call anything that? That's weird. At least but, it's not okay. picturing it with, like, the Durango vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, alright, yeah, no, th- this event was weird how big it was. I don't know. It's just like, hey, it's February, um, E3 starts right now. Let's, let's go. Yeah, it was basically an E3 press conference. Yeah. Um, I'm you- fine with that. Like, how much of it did you catch? I caught most of it live, but then I had to go back and catch up on some stuff I missed today. I watched all of it live. Okay. John, were you there? Day- Same. I watched one? it all live, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I caught, like, Mark Cerny had been talking for a few minutes, and that's when I got in there. Um, And then I had to leave sometime past... Uh, I don't remember. At some point, I had to go. I missed Watch Dogs and stuff, but then I caught that today. But whatever. Um. Yeah. What do you want to start with the the way they the order they did like system breakdown eight gigabytes. Well, let's, I have it most in order on the dock, so let's just go through it that way. The system okay. is powered by a paintbrush. Whoa. What was that for again? It, it was like that was, that was Yeah, broke down the bullet points and they had a little graphic for each of them. And yeah, I was yeah, I was trying to remember what did the paintbrush relate to. That was the GPU. The, the GPU. Yeah. Okay. I didn't copy like that down, but so I got like eight gigs internal memory, which is a lot, uh, yep. considering the PS3 had two hundred and fifty six megabytes of usable internal memory. Yeah, there was some sort of like qualifications with that, like there was some other thing for video or whatever, like, but it, yeah, it was still not very much. So in comparison, this is much much more. How does that compare to modern PCs though? Like that sounds kind of average, doesn't it? I think it's pretty big, like it. From what I understand, four gigs of RAM with like a, a fine video card can play most stuff well. Mm-hmm. So this is a powerful machine. As of right now in 2013, yes. Yes. So I'm, I yes. don't know, but okay. Let's let's focus on positive things. Um, you can turn it off and then turn it on again, and it'll just be right there waiting for you. Right. So it basically has a standby or a sleep mode, much like a PC again. Mm-hmm. Or like a DS or Vita, they they akin it to the Vita, I believe. Uh, which you know, of course they would. So, but that that's definitely cool. You just come on and press the button, and it's on right for you. I'm I'm up for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming in that mode, it'll like download in the background and stuff, which would definitely be nice. Because uh, right now, I know the PS3 has to turn on to do updates on like a scheduled time. Right. No, they did talk about background downloading for like. For, for, specifically for you could start playing something pretty much right away that you're downloading and it'll download the rest of it as you're right. playing it. Right, so that was the next thing. They It has a second uh, chip in it so that it can basically multitask so you can download and update games in the background. Along with that, you can, once purchasing a title, mm-hmm. it'll basically download a section of the game. And this is all what they're saying. We don't know how well it'll... Actually, actually work. this is kind of promising. I'm hoping it's point. as good as they're saying because some of this stuff sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. But it'll basically download a section of it, then you can start playing that while it downloads the rest. So I'm assuming it'll basically break down games into almost like chapters. And then as soon as it has enough of like chapter one, or it has enough of the game down, you can start playing. I'm assuming developers will have to say this is when they can start. I don't know why, but I was thinking of it as like video buffering or something. It's like, there's enough of it to watch, and it'll hopefully stay ahead of where you are 
that yeah, that, that essentially sounds like what they're doing. I don't just think it's going to be like, yeah, feel free to play it, but it's going to look bad, kind of like <laughs> Netflix style. I, I, I am curious how that's actually going to work because, like, are they just going to have to set up the reading of the game so that it like only everything's like at the very beginning of the file? Like, I I feel like maybe my mis- my understanding of how a game is installed on a disc or in a file is completely different than what they're describing. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're developers are going to have to actively break down their game into into chapters and stuff. Yeah, they're, 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 they're going to have to design right it a specific away. way. So yeah. think of it almost kind of maybe like The Room, where it'll download, you can't play it until all of Puzzle 1 has been downloaded. Once that happens, you can start playing Puzzle 1 while the rest downloads. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming, like, if you finish Chapter 1 or whatever, however they break it up too fast, it'll be like, okay, you have to wait because we don't have Chapter 2 ready. And if it if you took long enough or whatever, it'd be like, hey, we finished downloading, you know, the next two chapters. Feel free to just keep continuing and well, hopefully you won't seamless. catch up. Like, you wouldn't notice that then. Yeah. But yeah right. I feel like that might be a use for the touchscreen. Maybe, like, it'll display, if it has a display, they'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, just uh, just wait there now. Or like this oh, is just like, hey, we have this much of the file downloaded, but feel free to keep playing the first section. That would definitely be a cool thing for that, for the DualShock, yeah. But I feel like it, that's going to be a weird thing for developers. That's going to make confuse a lot of people at first. I think that might slow down some development on the system. I'm, I think that's an awesome feature. Because I know specifically, oh, no, I, I'm that, all for the feature. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just stating there's going to be some developers with like, uh, how do, how do you? Yeah, for sure. That? I think some developers might do some cool stuff with that as well. Like, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to it. Cause like, after getting this big gaming PC, a lot of the times it's like, well, I could play all these games and they'd be, they would look great, but it's also like a 30 gig download. It's gonna be like a four hours before I get my game. Why don't I just go buy it for my 360 and I'll have it right away? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, well, if I only have to wait like 30 minutes before I can play like the first two hours of that game, that changes things completely. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to that and digital future. Woo! Uh, the last little hardware, or uh, I guess PS4 specific thing they mentioned was, I guess it's going to be similar to like Amazon and Netflix, is they will try and queue up uh, content for you based on what you have been playing, and I'm assuming right. watching as well. But from what I gathered, it's going to automatically download, I'm assuming you can turn it off, but it's going to automatically download demos for you based on what games you like. Like stuff it'll think you're interested in. Based right, on- so it'll be like, oh, I see you've played the last four Call of Duties. Well, guess what? While you were sleeping, we downloaded the new demo for Call of Duty But, like, I'm hoping they also take into account some sort of, like, personal rating thing, because, like, I'll play a lot of stuff, but ones if I don't like it. That's yeah. the thing, is I was thinking, well, that doesn't quite work for me, because I kind of pride myself on playing, like, everything I can. Right. Even yeah. games like, I like, know are not good. If there's variety, I don't good. know how it's going to read it. I'm sure that they'll figure out some sort of algorithm. Mm-hmm. Well, what it's basically going to happen is it's going to f- determine for me, oh, we saw that you played Brave, so here's, the, here's a Monsters, Inc. game, here's another kid's game, here's everything, because we see that you've played games from everywhere. Right. Whereas, like, hopefully you'll be able to, like, here's Brave, two stars, we're not going to recommend you that stuff or something. Sure, sure. But I don't know what well, you I know, actually thought I know Amazon, Star-wise, you can but... turn on kind of, like, a safe search mode, mm-hmm. because what Am- the way Amazon has it set up is everything that you even just look up, yeah. will, they're tracking so that they can point you towards what they think you like. Yeah. And you can turn, you can, like, check a box to be like, okay, for the next, you know, until I turn it off, everything that I look at, don't track. 
because I'm looking at like feminine products or whatever. I'm looking at stuff I don't want my family to know I'm looking at. Right. Why are okay. you telling, why are you telling the internet you look at that stuff? I'm not, but Amazon keeps telling the internet. So you got to hide anyway. from Amazon. Um, but I guess the other side of that coin is if I am playing everything, maybe I'm okay with them sending me more of everything because I was going to play it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, oh, there was, they didn't put a number on the hard drive, right? Like how big it is? I don't they did not. think no. they did that. Okay. It does have internal storage, though, but they didn't we, get into it. A lot of this is pretty similar to what we were seeing before from some of those rumors. Mm-hmm. So if what we were seeing before, I think 500 gigs was... Where what we had seen, okay, but I'm not quite sure. That's all rumor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the last thing with that demos, I, I'm prob personally probably just going to turn it off because I usually don't play demos. Mm-hmm. I usually just play the game at some point. Well, they also got into kind of on live type stuff where you can look at someone else's video stream of what they're playing and just kind of jump in and see what they're playing real time. Right. So that was another thing. Is it's going to be constantly like like recording what you what you're doing and what you're seeing. Yeah. And almost and seems like upload like the share button almost just seems like a hey Ustream. Was was it Ustream they're partnering with or yes. what was it? Okay. So you can a lot of people of... were surprised because like Twitch was also a, a big contender and Twitch is also streaming the event. Yeah. Which yeah, that's kind of weird anyway. But is there a way to like I, I don't know if this is getting into too much like let's play territory but can you just talk over it too or no? Is it just video? Like, can you just do that? They didn't mention that. I'm going to assume at the moment, like, when it launches, no. But, but there, I could see that coming in an update. They did showcase there's, like, a headphone, like, jack on the thing. Like, you can just... On the controller itself, yeah. 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 So maybe, I'm just... Prediction I, here, mm-hmm. I'm going to say no, but within, like, the first year, they add that. They add what, sorry? Like, so you can talk over top of it to almost just make a Let's Play on the fly. Oh, that's what you mean, Okay. But why, I feel why like have they, have, they have to do something because if they're letting you stream, then like what's the point if you can't hear? Through. Yeah, it's just like right. here's pure well, gameplay yeah, footage. If... Let's watch me play a game, but you're really quiet. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But I can easily see like you go under like the video section of the PS4 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You see your you know archive of everything you've collected, and you're creating your own video like here's two seconds from like the beginning and then here's two minutes of a boss fight and now i'm gonna record myself talking all over it Mm -hmm. so i feel like you're gonna be able to make your own kind of more stylized like let's play i I feel like it'll depend entirely on how much footage they let you record yeah for sure and we don't know what that is yet yeah they they submitted that uh one of the footage of the games they play they uploaded and that was seven minutes so it's at least 10 minutes was that the kill zone thing yeah, or, I wasn't okay. going to mention it because we hadn't gotten to that point yet, but... Okay, right. I guess we'll... Well, whatever. We'll roll into all that stuff, but okay. We'll just continue. Do you so the next thing, the we'll talk about the DualShock 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did show this. I guess we should say they didn't show the box for the PS4. Which a lot of people were kind of disappointed that they didn't show. For me, though, like... Yeah, I don't the, really know they why They didn't show would... the Wii U the first time they showed it. They just talked about the controller. They actually did. But no one but, like, cared. It was, it was it was in the trailer. Kind of it was in the, the background. It was, yeah, the, no, they never zoomed in on it. Oh, okay. And keep, and I keep in was... mind the yeah. Keep in mind the big thing with the Wii U was the controller. That was the major thing. Right. Exactly. I That's, would not. And they specifically came out and said we didn't. We're not. We haven't really been focusing on the box because the box isn't important. Our whole philosophy is yeah. this controller. In the case okay. of the PS4, it's still a DualShock, just with some tweaks. 
Mm-hmm. I was reading the reason that they did show the DualShock is because they want they were like, well, we're going to show demos. It'd be silly to try and hide the controller that the person on stage is using. Yeah, that makes sense. So what I, I guess also like this is kind of an atypical event. Like this isn't actually E3, so they can show us that at E3, and it's still like we're kind of before the normal cycle on this anyway. So we know more than we would have normally. Right. Yeah. Exactly. At, I don't know. Well, yeah, and they can show us whatever they want. It's kind right? of more it's than totally their call. You would expect. We shouldn't for be late sitting February. here being like, "I'm not happy with Sony for not showing more." It's like, well, whatever. It's you're not Sony. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. You know. Um. But yeah, I'm sure we'll see a box at uh at PS at uh E3. I'm still gonna say no price at E3. Really that close? Because it comes out we, in the holiday we season. We didn't get a Wii U price until like a month before. But yeah, but that was just Nintendo being stupid. Nintendo always does that. Sony announced the the Vita and the PS3 prices at E3. I, oh, did they? I didn't. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I should. I'm hope confident we're going to get a price. Yeah, I don't know because I bet they're so worried. Same with Microsoft that they that whoever can go second is in the better. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, Microsoft's press conference is always first, so Microsoft That's would have true. to pull the trigger. Or Microsoft waits until, like, TGS or something. Oh, God. Right? No, TGS be, is September. That would be too late, though, because, like, two... Oh, I guess not. No, no, because, like I said, the Wii, they announced, um, like, a month before it came out because they announced it and said, you can pre-order it now. Mm-hmm. And I pre-ordered my Wii U about a month before it came out. There was also a lot of confusion around that launch, though, with the Wii... Is it just an accessory? It's also selling really badly. So well, yeah, there's you know. a lot of things going against the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Sure, they might want to try um, to avoid that kind of same thing happening. But I don't know, right? Because keep in mind, they can't release another six hundred dollar console in this economy. But like that, this, like, I don't know. Just like I know we follow similar people on Twitter or whatever. But like Will Smith was kind of saying, a lot of the stuff he was seeing looks like it would be hella expensive. Exactly. So, so that's why I'm saying if Sony waits for Microsoft, Microsoft comes out and let's say Microsoft goes crazy high, mm-hmm. right? Microsoft can't afford going at a reasonable rate, uh, cost. And then if Sony sees that, Sony goes, Oh, thank God we can also go crazy high. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Microsoft goes low, Sony goes, crap. We have to take a loss as well. Well, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, but on revision three, like Jeff Gersman was saying, uh, this may light a fire under Microsoft in some way because it was a pretty successful event. So they might have to kind of start saying something sooner than E3. But I don't know. Sure, that was just him. The, kind of and the other side of that coin is Sony wasn't going. Had originally said we're not saying stuff for a while, and then they came out of the blue and were like, you know what, we're jumping the gun. We're showing it first. So yeah. Who knows? They're they're doing crazy stuff. I just feel like both of them are just hoping, like, how high can we go seeming okay? And then the second whoever follows goes really close, maybe undercuts like 20 bucks just to be like, we're cheaper. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. This is all kind of speculation. Anyway, we're talking DualShock 4. Looks like a DualShock 3. It looked a little wider so that it could fit a touchscreen. Well, a touch little wider, the... the, uh, the... Grips seem longer as well, a bit more rounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just kind of overall, just a little bigger, but in terms of form factor, pretty much identical, except there's a touchscreen kind of to middle be- on the top. Uh, t- just for clarification, I don't believe it's a screen of any kind. It's just a touchpad. Like, there's no display there. I think there's a display. 
from what I saw, it looked kind of like the back of a Vita. Like, it's just like a black space that you can kind of rub that, off. I think that's the concept, but at the same time, it has, it has to display something. Really? But it it's so small. Something. Like, it's not like it's... Like, Dreamcast like VMUs. I don't know. I feel like you almost just put icons on there, so you say video, and you press the video button on the screen, and the video thing on the TV shows up. Yeah, I say icon bars. Like, they said that it touch screen is like also supposed to be a button. Area. I heard it's also supposed to be a button you can press. Okay. Well, it is a touchpad. For sure it is touch. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if it has I think it's gonna be a properties. I th- I'm pretty sure. I think it's a screen. I don't know. To be fair, they did call it a touchpad. I have touchpad written down. Yeah. So Nathan could be right. But I feel like they would have put a screen on there because everything is touchscreen these days, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's nothing with anything lit up on there. These pictures well, I'm looking at are just a black space, so I'm not sure. I there's a glowing we'll blue see. on the top of it. That's kind of the color differentiation. See, there's two. There's two ways to look at it. One is they leave it like the back of the Vita, mm-hmm. which makes sense financially. It's not as it's just a touchscreen and it's just two extra buttons. Mm-hmm. Two, they make it like a, a full-blown screen that either has icons on it that you can quick access to things, or it's a flat-out screen that developers can use for their games, Yeah, but it's going to be a lot more expensive. Well, I'm looking at a close-up of the share button right now, and right next to it is the... Like, sorry, we're talking about pictures on the podcast, but it, it looks like just a mouse pad like, kind of thing. There's like little dots all over it. Like, th- this early thing I'm seeing doesn't look like sure. a screen, so... Whatever, they they probably if it is if it does do like a full blown touchscreen type thing like as in like visuals are on it. Mm-hmm. I think we I think we'll see that at E three. Like if they want right. to make that yeah. more of a thing, then it that's because like there's gonna be uh, consumer confusion about it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess yeah. There's also a light bar that is like, hey, you're blue player instead of right a number, which uh that's how the move worked. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's also basically move stuff in it, too. Like, you, you're, you're saying, like, there's a Kinect stereo camera or whatever, but that's kind of just the PlayStation Eye. Like, I don't know. Right, but as opposed to the Eye, this, the, the bar they were showing, mm-hmm. straight up has two it looks cameras as Kinect-ish. opposed to the... Yeah, like, it was a bar-like thing, but the stuff they were showing was it tracking controllers, so it's still move-type ideas. But it still has, it has two cameras as opposed to one just now, because yeah. move had just one. So I guess this it has, has more two, depth so... business going on, but yeah. I still think you're always using a wand or some sort of thing to track. It didn't look like they were really promoting you-are-the-controller-type stuff. Right. So, However, they didn't show anything off motion. Um, except the media molecule thing was that sculpting kind of stuff. But that was also with the PlayStation Move. Yeah, but that was in, on PS4 hardware. Yeah, but I mean, at the same, because, well, that camera's the iToy 4, the PlayStation i4, they were upfront about that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what I wonder is, the sense, did they really talk about the sensor on the back that works like the Move? Like, did they say anything about that? They didn't. They didn't say it was. It's like the move, but the way they described it is the same as the move. So you, there was a light on the top of the DualShock Four that will change color, mm-hmm. and it'll track the light. And that's how the move works. Is that's why the ball changes colors because the camera yeah, will look sorry. and be like, "Oh, you're in a very red room, so we're not going to make that ball red, so that we can track it easier." And it'll even change colors between players sometimes, so that it knows. This is red player, this is blue player. I'm not sure if it's going to, yeah, track the DualShock 4 much like a move controller, though. That's me kind of looking at it and, like, thinking through that. But maybe that's not the case. I don't know. Um, sorry. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not quite sure how they'll use it either. Right. Um, Do we like want I to said, talk they about... didn't show any, like, demo stuff 
with motion, mm-hmm. except for that medium alka thing, which to be fair was a video they showed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then there was some weird thing. I don't, I don't know. Do you can, can we jump around the conference a bit? Do you want to just go to that, talk through that, or what do you think? I think we should just go down this list still. All right. Okay. The one thing I think we should jump though is we'll leave all the games for last. Let's go to remote play. Okay. All right. So you can use your Vita like the Wii U gamepad, and you can play basically. The they're on. calling it, yeah. They're calling it remote play. It'll stream the content to the Vita. Right. But like, there's two less buttons on the the Vita. I know it has a touchpad on the back, but touchpads not unless they make the touchpad L1 and R1. I think that's going to feel really awkward. Mm-hmm. I think what they do is they keep the triggers. As, oh, well, yeah, because yeah. maybe with, like, a shooter, you would want the triggers to be the uh, L2 and stuff. I don't know. I feel like it, they will use the back touch as a two extra buttons. That's yeah. that's the only way they can get around it. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they'd specifically pick games that only, that for that feature, that only have two buttons. And it, it would then have be a... streaming stuff from the PlayStation 4 to your Vita, like it's doing the heavy crunching? Is that yep. kind of... Okay. Yeah, that, that, they, that was They said the, Gaikai would be doing that. The Vita right. thing I was so, thinking about. This, this is a really smart... Really, really smart play. I know it's costs a lot more now than the Wii U, but basically you've taken the one thing the Wii U had special, mm-hmm. and you have it now. But the only problem is, like, the, the Vita is... It's like a split user base, though, because, like, who has a Vita and a PlayStation 4? That's the thing. Is it's a, it's a what much more... It's a much bigger invest in, investment, right. you know, money-wise, obviously, but... You have a nicer touchscreen, a better looking touchscreen than the Wii U. Mm-hmm. But here's here's another thing too. Who, how many people do you know use the remote play feature with the PSP and the PS3? Oh, like the transferring type business or what? No, not even the transferring. Like this exact same feature. Oh, like the was... PlayStation All Stars thing they were talking about. No, not even that. I mean, the PlayStation Three and the PSP had this exact same thing. Remote play existed on the PS3. Wasn't it hella cumbersome though? Yes, that's my. I don't recall. Well, I don't remember this being a thing before. Like PS, there, there were and games stuff? that let you do that. and I don't think it was the transferring thing. Okay, I'm trying to think, think through like stuff you could that. do with the PSP and stuff. I just remember like early days PSP, like getting anything onto that from your PlayStation was weird, and there was all sorts of kind of weird stuff with that. But I don't know. I'm I'm not really sure. Transferring stuff that. onto your Vita is is already weird because you you have to be plugged in and you got to go into the application before you can start moving stuff. So you kind of have to sync it, kind of. Oh, basic. Yeah, you basically have to sync it wired. Hmm. Yeah, which is, all, which is already weird. Yeah, remote play is is like let lets access people control their PS3 with the the PSP or the Vita. You just can access music, videos, photos, PlayStation games, PS Store, and various. Okay, but they can't. They can't pl- like. Could they use it as a controller? Like they're not looking at the game on the PSP. I think it depended on. Uh, it depended on the game. Because I, I think it was the PSP just kind of became a controller, basically. I want to say that's what it this was. This is similar in concept to remote desktop in Windows and Windows Linux. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help me. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So there's a list of games that used it. Okay. Is it a long list or uh, games it, software it... which are compatible with remote play include Blaze Blue? I'm I'm picking out games that people might recognize. Uh, Bonic Commando Rearmed. That's a demo apparently. Uh, I feel again that it wasn't transferring video onto the PSP. It was just adding it as a controller. Uh, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus Collection Vita only. Huh. PlayStation One games. All Stars Battle Royale. That's Vita as well. Yeah, no, it seems to be more uh, Tokyo Jungle apparently. It does seem to be more Vita 
uh, or like smaller okay, wait, no, games. All Stars Battle Royale. That was specifically you could use it as a controller. I remember that one. Yeah. So, but like, it seems the, be, that seems to be more akin to the Vita in that case, because like God sure. of War Collection was also Vita only. You could play it like that. Okay. But it's it's saying stuff like Bejeweled Two and Bionic Commando Rearmed. So the difference here is you're getting video transferring. I think it depends on the game, yeah. Hmm. So. That's definitely cool. Um, I'm lucky I have a video to do that. I'm assuming, Nathan, this is what you mentioned earlier? Maybe, but I, I don't know. Like, I'm still kind of apprehensive because, like, with that split, like, it's not like a lot of people are going to be developing for this weird scenario where people have both things very often. So... I, I feel like outside it's going to be, like, the most uninteresting part of this, this feature on the Wii U, whereas the touchscreen is not a secondary screen. It's just a... A duplicate screen. Yeah, so it'll be more so like that. You can play this without using your TV in the living room, right. kind of Which, thing. Personally, I like. I know Nathan, you like that feature a lot. Mm-hmm. I find it's just like, what's the point of not playing on your television? Yeah, like why have this? I guess why have yeah. it on a smaller screen. It's I only if a... multiple people are comp- like competing for it, or if you want to sit in bed while you play sure. the cave, which I couldn't do anyway. <laughs> but. Right. Yeah. Which, that's one thing. I hope it has a better range than the Wii U's one. Mm-hmm. That would be a mine as well. can't make it down the hall to my bedroom. Right. And this one wall between me and there causes problems sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, How do you feel about Mark Cerny? That guy seemed kind of sprightly or something. like. Uh, he was compared on Twitter to uh, Willy Wonka, which I thought was pretty apt. I don't know. Oh, this... He showed Knack. Yeah. He was the... Yeah, he was the kind of guy... The, systems architect or whatever that was talking about the Havoc physics and whatnot for that first bit there. He just seemed enthusiastic yeah, he, he, in a cool way. He, he was very excited. Yeah, I haven't seen that Which guy made before. up for the infamous guy. Oh god, the <laughs> infamous guy was amazing! That was really funny. <laughs> oh, I watched that piece today again because like I had gone out to make a sandwich and came back and there was this super grim intense bald dude on the TV and I was like what? What happened? Like yeah, I left. I saw like an happy. animated GIF online today, and it's just a picture of him like with his arm in the air, and then he kind of just like loses all emotion in his face, and his arm just drops. Yeah, like it's just this GIF of him like looking like he's just given up. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that guy was way he, too he intense. Comes from a future, not. On but yeah, I guess cards. for people who ha- who didn't see this part of the conference or didn't see the conference, yeah, someone came out to talk about the new Infamous game, and he was basically talking about what if. You know, the police are the bad guys and they're tracking your, all your moves. People, you know, people are looking at phones. Like they're privacy is a doing. thing in the past. Like the man yeah. is watching you. Anonymity is gone. And he just, he was so serious. But thing so is, serious. like, there was no context too. It's just like, dude walks out and starts talking about all this stuff. Like, it's like, what if you live, like, that world's now and all this stuff. It's just like, what? Who are you? What and is he wasn't this? Even I, I thought doing it was it. Watchdogs at first, to be honest. Yeah. For sure. Until yeah. they, they said Sucker Punch. I was like, Right. And it didn't even seem like a marketing ploy. It was more like you think someone kidnapped his kid through <laughs> these kind of means, I, and he's just telling the story. And I have this just elaborate really PowerPoint for you to illustrate. I, I think I joked on Twitter that like terrorists have just taken over the convention center. <laughs> yeah, like a bomb's yeah. about to go off. Like That's the level of gravity they hit with that presentation. And it was like, so good. That guy, it, <laughs> I don't know if he needs to get into acting because yeah. holy shit. <laughs> play a villain or something. But yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. And then yeah, it's just, hey, it's the new infamous trailer and there's a, a fire guy and he shoots uh, which, stuff. It's lo- based on the name. I'd assume it's like Cole's son or something. Yeah. It's, well, it's called uh, Infamous Second Son. 
I don't know if that would bring like sun. Maybe it's cold sun, but the second makes me think there's just like someone else affected by the race fear or something. Yeah, to be fair, in the second game there were other people with powers. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Kind of like um, but I guess let's start with the first game. Let's let's wheel back a little. Wheel bit. back. Mark Cerny is directing Knack. Which... Right. So I guess this is the first like official game that was said is PlayStation Four. Yeah. Right. Knack. And it specifically seemed to be tied to like the number of like particles they could do, like little bits. Like he showed a Havoc demo and then rolled it right into, hey, here's Knack, and you're kind of a golem made of a bunch of little things. And you're smashing right. around. Different like stuff. it looks like here's the tech demo game. Here's yeah, it, it, what this the art style was akin to like a Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter equivalent. Mm-hmm. But I, hope it, it, looks I hope it just isn't like a tech demo game only. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It, it, you know, launch games. There's going to be these tech demo games, right? I guess, mm-hmm. but this one looks like it might have potential, and I don't want it to get wasted. For sure. Hopefully, it will. I, we can we can only hope. Like it looks like it had a lot of personality. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So it might, there might be more to it than just look what this thing can like the numbers it can crunch. Like this dude is made of so many little weird things we couldn't do that before. And it's like okay, right. but like, what is this about? Like why is this beyond you could do this? It looks like it had personality, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I based so. on the games that he's been involved with, like Marvel Man, this was one of the main ones he was said because that was he was the programmer on it. But he's also been ago. like consultants for like the Ratchet and Clank series. uh... God of War 3, Killzone 3, Resistance, Uncharted 1. Okay, cool. Spyro, Crash Bandicoot. You got me. Well, yeah, they played the I'm Crash excited. music when he went up on stage, right? Yeah, like he was, uh, according to this, he was the executive producer on Crash Bandicoot 1. Okay. And the majority of the cl- the Crash series while it was still Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. Like, it so seems guess... like he is tied in with Naughty Dog and Insomniac, that crew. So, like, thumbs up for Knack? You guys feeling Knack? It didn't look like something I was like, whoa, dude, i got to play that. It was more just like, all right, you know, new thing. I, I will play it if it is a launch title. Like, I did they state if it was a launch title? I think they just stated it no, was a they PS4 they haven't game. said anything, is any launch titles, anything like that. Launch window, okay. any stuff, yeah. It was no. just um, but yeah, that seemed like a game where if that's kind of all I knew uh, and it was a launch title, I'd probably pick it up. All right. Uh, next game, which everyone on Twitter just loved... Uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Oh yeah. God! Everyone was excited. Oh my goodness! I was I was pumped. I tweet a bunch of stuff. No, I don't care about this franchise. I don't know why, but it just lost me. At I guess point. you know it's their big shooter franchise that Sony has, right? But it seems like they're kind of just forcing that. Like it's just like, no, you love Killzone. It's like, no, no I don't but think what, anyone what, does. Their, what, what else do they have if they're showing off a first-person shooter? Resistance, like SOCOM. People, like, I guess, sure, Resistance. When, yeah, when I didn't was love the Resistance last, either. When was the last pure SOCOM? Oh man, like Slant exactly. Six. The last thing Slant Six did was that uh, Rainbow Six game. Sure. So yeah, I guess Resistance, not Rainbow and Six. Killzone, Mag? Resident Evil. Sorry, not Rainbow Six. Oh okay. It's like. When, but yeah, Mag. I think Mag in. was the guys who did SOCOM, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it, that yeah. Too. But that was also quite a while ago, and they've only had one. It is nowhere near as big as no. Killzone. SOCOM Four came out, but it was the same time that the uh, the PlayStation Network got hacked, so no one could play it because it was online only. That's <sighs> oh right, that it was the same weekend as Mortal Kombat and Portal Two. Yeah, yeah. that was that, that was, was like the worst time. worst timing, worst note yeah. to launch that on. Um. Yeah, I mainly think of the one that came with that headset. That was a cheap means of getting a headset. SOCOM but... 1? Like, oh, oh, no, you mean Confrontation. 
Yeah, I guess that's what it was. Okay, called. so I guess I ask you, Nathan, would mm-hmm. you have preferred a kill zone game or a resistance game? Because oh. those are their two big ones that are not like not so common. I guess. You're right. Well, I... well, here's here's the thing. Like, isn't Insomniac not a third party company or sorry, second party company anymore? Like, like Insomniac isn't the new game that Insomniac's working on coming out on all systems. You might be right. I haven't really been following Maybe. Insomniac yeah. for a while because I just didn't really care for Resistance at all or the recent Ratchet games. So I've kind of lost track of them. That but. does sound vaguely familiar. I can't. I'm not quite sure, but we'll go with that. Okay. I'm like, anyway, so yeah, they uh, they showed uh, like explosions going off. Um, there was guns. Reloading, reloading guns. People they showed shot. the share feature a little bit here. There was like it looks fire. Looks pretty easy to do. Basically, just like loaded up like a guide view and hit the share. But that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, next to that was probably the second most enthusiastic guy about anything. Oh God, I can't remember his name. Oh but, God, uh, he Drive Club. Was that it... was so funny. That was so funny. Drive Club. That guy, guy loves really cars. loves cars. Like oh, man, unhealthy, he loves cars unhealthy, so much. What is this um, game though? I only heard like you know like this is a driving. game that was tr- that it's called Drive Club trademarked nine years ago. You can look it up. Yeah, I like how you had to point that out. Like, okay, that means it's that's worked great for other games. You know, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, we trade. Yeah, he comes out. We trade trademarked this name nine years ago. You can look it up. Okay, <laughs> a weird thing to add. But anyways, um, is, you drive cars. They didn't with friends. show much. It kind of just looked like a Gran Turismo first person driving. I saw that. I'm assuming yep. you can tilt that yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I find it really weird that you're, they're essentially getting a Gran Turismo before they get Gran Turismo. Car yeah, simulating? Know. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't come... Like, of course there's a car game, but I, I'm surprised it wasn't Gran Turismo 6. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, Drive Club is like forever. the new thing. Seems to have like a big autolog feature. Uh, he even mentioned uh, it'll have uh, like, a mo- like a phone app where you can set up challenges and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it. They didn't do too much with that. Besides, the car sounds like a car. I kind of tuned uh, out. And looks like a one. car. Yeah. yeah. And he made out with a car. Probably at some point. Uh, then it was, a uh, Soccer Punch came out for Infamous, so we talked about that. Yeah. Sorry, just to jump back for a second. Yeah, Fuse is, is the new game Insomniac's working on. It is going to be a, a multi-console. PS3 and 360. Oh, okay. So this So there you go. Too. So, they're kind of stuck with Killzone. But yeah, they the last game they did work on a Resistance collection. But the last new game that Insomniac made just for PlayStation was Ratchet and Clank: Full Frontal Assault, which came out a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I just yeah, the level of snark around Killzone is definitely really really high. But I just I don't know. I can't. Well, the problem is they did the same thing with the PS3 and Killzone Two. That's yeah. why there's so much snark around it. Well, this looked like believably a real game. It just looked like such a conventional shooter campaign. Like, it's just like, there's going to be dudes and you shoot them, and then there's more dudes. To their dudes. point, it's, they only showed one shooter. Yeah, I know. I guess so that's fair. if they show one shooter, it, it kind of, we just explained it, defaults to this. Mm-hmm. So, And, of course, you're going to show a shooter because, you know, like what, probably like 60% of people playing games primarily play shooters. That seems high, but I don't... In fact, that can't be true. But, okay. Whatever. People like shooters. That much is certain. So, you gotta show a shooter at some point. Yeah. But then... So, yeah, after Sucker Punch, highlight. kind of a big surprise. Jonathan Blow Jonathan... walks out on stage, and he's just yeah. like, yo, video games suck, except this one. And then he showed his game, The Witness. That was and the first time anyone 
publicly got to see witness, right? Besides like random news events. Yeah, I'd never seen anything about it before, so I don't know. I had seen screenshots like on Kotaku years ago. Mm-hmm. That game looks but pretty. It yeah, it looks really nice. You're hanging out I, on I an think, island. There's puzzles. I, I akin it to the same feeling of whimsy you got when you looked at Mist back in like the early nineties. Very Mist. So. I got like a Wind Waker feel. Yeah. I, I I was I definitely can relate to the mist vibe, but I like I guess kind of in the same way. I thought the room was cool. Like you can explore it this time though. There's 3D. It's not just like static screens that you can look around in. It's real stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Um, that but there like, was totally confusion. like cartoony. Don't. It's not the room realistic. It's all cartoony kind of looking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very brightly lit and everything. Um, I guess there was some confusion immediately following this. So he's like, wait, did Jonathan Blow just say this was a PS4 exclusive? No, he didn't say that. It's coming I to... was specifically looking for that. He never mentioned ex- being exclusive. I think he said, said this is, is the out. console it's coming to, but it's also coming to PC and Mac and all that stuff. Yeah, because so, I, I right. swear he announced PC. Like, I had no idea he was even looking into consoles for this. I thought he was sticking primarily PC for Witness. That's kind of why he was a surprise presence here at all. He was just like, what? What? You, consoles? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, that's going to happen. Well, keep in mind, Braid came out exclusive 360. For the longest time. For initially, and then eventually made its way to PC. But like, right, because it was a summer of arcade title. Yeah, but the, the, the story kind of around that stuff, like same with Team Meat, was you see more success on PC. So developers started sure. kind of migrating away from Xbox Live Arcade. Sure, I'm just saying as... he's not like against consoles. Well, that was his first time out, though, too. Like it, uh, That's kind of how I perceive it. It was like he got burned a little bit that first time, maybe. So like he would not go back to a console, but... Oh, okay. I was, and I, he the... realized the market's there, so he kind of... Yeah. Or but that's a good pull. Like you want to get bring like indie developers in, mm-hmm. you grab Jonathan Blow. Yeah, yeah. No, that, so. was, that was interesting to see. I guess just briefly, since we're on kind of like independent development on some in some sense, I heard something about like self publishing on PSN was another. Yeah, thing they that... made they made some comment about it, and I heard some people say like there's a site set up where you there's like a five step program, and you can become a content developer on the PS for the PSN. That's cool. I had also heard about this specifically. I know Brad Shoemaker was talking a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People were saying you can go to the site and start signing up, but on the site, it doesn't have like PlayStation 4 listed yet. Right. So clearly they made this before the press conference was out, but it seems like this is the like this site will just get like a quick makeover. Well, it's just kind of neat in light of like, uh, I guess it's a conversation that hasn't gone up yet, but uh, me and Paul were in a conversation about XNA and how Microsoft just shut down essentially their independent game games channel stuff like they just aren't going to really look into that going forward so psn is kind of stepping in there just be like hey okay. platform for indie developers if you want to put do stuff you think out. they're they're not looking into it going forward or they're just making a drastic change for the next console well it seems weird that they would drop this engine and like creation tools that they've been supporting for so long that's true if they're gonna yeah. keep looking into that like I, I guess just brief spoilers on our conversation a bit um this was at the end stalker the guy who made a scapegoat uh, stay tuned for that one. Um, it was mainly like it seemed like Microsoft's kind of leaning on people to make phone apps, and now since Windows Phone isn't doing so hot, they kind of were just like, "All right, we'll scrap it then." Like they seem more interested in mm-hmm. doing that than having a Xbox console kind of alternative. So it's kind of weird, but hey, that was that was a neat little bit of news. Did they say that during the conference though? I just kind of heard that on Twitter. I think they made a very quick comment during the conference, like it was like, some like, passing comment that Mark Cerny said. Yeah, I didn't catch oh, okay. it. Okay, so. like, just like it's a friendly place for developers. Here's an example or something. And that was something it. like that. I don't know. Okay, um, but sorry, yeah. So Jonathan Blow was there, and then <laughs> David Cage came out. Um, 
I don't know. How, how... Uh, yeah, he, he talked about how many polygons his uh, development studio has been using for characters. Yep. And uh, beyond, I can't remember what Heavy Rain was at. 15,000? 12,000? 15,000 was the number I 20, saw. 20,000 was uh, Beyond. No, Beyond was 30,000. Was it? Okay, well then yep. Heavy Rain was... 15. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Yeah. I'm pretty sure it doesn't really I swear 30 was one of them. 30 is or, Beyond, or, yeah. Sorry, I thought, 20, sorry, I thought 20 was one of them. Not... Uh, uh, maybe, but... Whatever, whatever, not a big deal. <laughs> Point is, Beyond David has Cage. a lot of polygons. Yeah. And then he showed an old man, and he was like, hey, this guy's got emotions, so finally, now, in 2013, stories can be told. And I was just so annoyed with him, because I was kind of, like, you remember his comments a while ago, that I kind of was like, hey, he's making some good points, this is valid. This is one of those invalid points? This is this is one that just kind of sticks with me a little weird, because it's like, you can, just if you have good writing, you can make emotions out of whatever like i i, I per- personally i thought cart life was really great i know sean was a big fan of walking dead like there was a great post today i, I was linked to through jp LeBreton. uh he's a double fine guy like lee's entire character model is like 4600 and a lot of people thought that was a very emotionally resonant game so it's not yeah. number of polygons it's kind of what you do with it but yeah it was just i don't know it was such a weird thing to say like it's just like the cinema couldn't do storytelling until technology reached a certain point, and now we have reached that point in video games. And it was just like, I think we're past Great Train Robbery. Like, if we're going to make a timeline, like, that's, like, the first, like, really early. I think we're beyond that. And you're that. saying Great Train Robbery because they showed that specifically. Yeah, they the... showed Great Train Robbery. It's like, that's, come on. Like, that's being a little weirdly depreciating towards games. Like, I think we've we figured some more stuff than that out, like, relative to filmmaking brethren from, like, a hundred years ago. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Was that character model even from Beyond, or was that just kind of hypothetical? It was just a character model. They didn't really do anything with Beyond besides... Yeah. I I guess it's... So it was just a guy... Which um is that still coming like to PS3 it's, it's, or is that like I guess it's got to be because okay. I was expecting them to announce it was getting bumped but they didn't so that means it should still be PS3. Okay, there were some Twitter rumblings again that like the frame rate at E3 for Beyond was a little weird, but hopefully I'm assuming it's going to be PS4 now since they specifically were saying look at Beyond will have this many polygons and this is a PlayStation 4 conference. Mm-hmm. So maybe, but. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just I'm excited to see what games will look like at, with that high account because that will be like I'm not saying it, they've unlocked some new emotion. Yeah, but those things are going to look fantastic. I know it's not like new tech is bad. It's just it seems so weird to kind of lean so hard on like this is finally the key. Like it's just like well sure. I don't know like and also just thinking through like technology stuff like L.A. Noir had really impressive facial stuff, but that doesn't make up for its story shortcomings in the final chapter or whatever, but uh, whatever, whatever. Video games were talked about, then the Medieval Molecule thing happened, which was sculpting. You compa- What's the right. thing you're comparing it to? I've never used... So, they showed off a program that... Or I don't even know if it's a program. They showed off something that looked like Mudbox, which is a 3D modeling piece of software. Okay. Which, it's... Uh, it's very easy into that to kind of make a cube mm-hmm. and then start to mold it almost like clay. Okay. Which they kind of seems to be doing that exact thing, and like as well as like building kind of like clay. Mm-hmm. But they were basically showing, like it started off as like a 3D model making device using the Move controller. Yeah. Then they showed some kind of like musical animation thing that they somehow made it. So 
I'm not 100% sure what they're currently working on. They didn't say this was a game or anything. They just said, hey, look what kind of software we just made. Yeah, there was look no title on it. Of... It was just like, hey, Medium Molecule is doing stuff. We like creating things. And what we face. were able to do with the move. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the weirdest thing, the fact that it was centric around the move and not the new controller. Like, that was also their kind of way of saying, hey, the move will work with PS4. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that. That was an easy way for them to come out and be and talk about the move without being like, "Yeah, the move kind of sucks." But like, instead, they were like, "Look, look how cool of something we just made." And yeah. it definitely looked cool. And knowing what they did with Little Big Planet Two and how that game can make games, mm-hmm. like I totally have faith in them to be able to make another cool creation piece of software. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be good. But I just, I'm worried it'll like it'll take a while for that to come out. Like mm-hmm. it, yeah, it feels it, like it's going to take a while for them to figure out what they want that to become. Sure, yeah, it would need to turn into a game. Uh, I guess sure. a lot of comparisons to puppetry happened, and I can see that. Like they were kind of wobbling around, like little characters and dancing. Is around there a game called Puppetry? No, I'm just saying. Or you the mean literally puppetry? actual puppetry? No, sorry, I'm oh. saying puppetry as an activity or whatever. Like th- okay. that's what this kind of looked like initially, but then yeah, it became some sort of rhythm game of some kind. But like. Wii music style, maybe, where you're just kind of waving around, and it's not mapped to any kind of point. Yeah, or it was a video, so it was hard to tell exactly what was going on. But yeah. They were doing stuff like, you know, waving the wand back and forth to make the character, mo- like, play guitar or whatever. Yeah, they had little joints so, and stuff in the character yeah, models it's they made. not and... sure quite what what they've got there. Yeah, but, but hey, um... Mini Molecule was there. Um. Oh, yeah, then, okay. Then was kind of trailer roundup. Right. So Capcom came out, they showed Deep Down Working Title, which it was just to kind of, I don't want to say it was a video, everyone was thinking like, is this real time? Mm-hmm. But um, it wasn't gameplay. They had parts a HUD it, on screen, so they made it seem like it was gameplay. Yeah, parts of it looked more gameplay-like than others. But this was the, th- everyone was thinking like, is this like a like a Dragon's Dogma, a Demon's Soul kind of thingy? Yeah. And it, I think they confirmed that the game was actually put in the Dragon's Dogma universe. Did they? They confirmed that either on Twitter or just somewhere like Ono had, had confirmed it. Right. Okay. I guess the main thing was this was showcasing their Fanta Ray engine. Was that what yeah, they called but it? I, ono kind of mispronounced it, so it came off as like Panty Raid or something weird like that. A lot of people were making Panty Raid jokes on Twitter. I saw a lot. Oh. Yeah, I believe you were one of them. Yeah. I, I just yeah. like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hilarious. I didn't notice that stuff, but okay, yeah. Um, Capcom making engines, showing off dragons and fire. See, Capcom does make good engines. Like, their M Team framework looked really nice. That's how they did Marvel vs. Capcom, Resident Evil 5 and 6, and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, they'll probably have good business to show off on And here. it was, again, showing off, like, how nice environments and stuff look. Yeah, and fire effects. Um, fire. At the end sure. of it, it looked like they were kind of teasing, like, co-op? Or something? Like, it was like, hey, I need some help in this crazy battle, bro. And then it ended the video. Was that the thing with, uh, no, was like the thing with Blanca? Blanca? Yeah. Okay, I had no idea what that was. I was super confused. Yeah. Uh, ono is known for being, like, associated with Blanca, which is why. Oh, okay. Like, that's his Twitter icon. When it, Wherever Ono goes, he has a little tiny Blanca action figure in his pocket. Okay. Okay. So, it, it is literally just an in-joke with Ono. Capcom Great. in-jokes. Sweet. Um, Square Enix then came off. What was that? Vi- what sh- was that video, John? The Square Enix one. You seem to recognize it from previous. Shows. Yeah, it was. A, it was a trailer they showed at E3. What was it called I, though? Uh, they I, didn't have put up a name this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what they did last time. However, I also the only thing I had recognized from it was the old man like blocking the sun with his eyes. That looked familiar. Yeah, no, okay. that whole that whole trailer was shown at E3 last year, I believe. 
showing off their new engine, whatever that whatever they called the engine. I can't remember what it was. Right, but, and I yeah. guess it's supposedly running in real time is the claim yeah. on all this stuff, pretty much. The, it, pre- the previous claim had been it was run on a PC. This time it was claimed it was run on PS4. Right, and it, it looks like, I don't know, technology versus magic, dudes with machine guns shooting at wizards. and then It, it, it is just a tech demo. That's there all was that a was. dragon in there? Oh, yeah. That was, that was a graphical engine tech demo. That's all that yeah. was. Oh, don't, okay. don't be surprised if they put that into some Final Fantasy game at some point, but that's all they ever said it was. was right, and then tech demo. on that note, I guess, then another dude came out and was basically like, hey, um, CA3, E3, uh, get excited. I'll that was see so later. dumb. There, there yeah. will be a new Final Fantasy game at E3. Yeah. And then he wandered so. off. Um, and then Watch underscore Dogs came up. And they showed that off. Which is new, it's a new title. They got a new... See, now, Sean, you said this was confirmed for next-gen consoles. I don't remember it being confirmed in the past. I thought this they were, and I thought they were Star Wars 1313, no, they had said... We'll do. They didn't say like PS4, but they were like you know PC and next gen consoles. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I missed I, that part apparently. I thought it was pretty much like an open secret. Like it was. Just yeah, no, that's like, what I, that's what I thought it was like. That's why I joke like it's the secret held by nobody. Yeah, like it's like, hey, these are new things. I don't know. They they'll be on great stuff in the future. And yeah, I don't remember anyone actually explicitly saying that other than it became the consensus almost immediately that yeah there's no way that may have been what I'm remembering then but uh, yeah Star Wars 313 that was definitely much clearer that that was not going to be on anything but uh yeah Watch Dogs was kind of a bit of a mystery but whatever that yeah they've clarified some of that stuff dude running around open world shooting stuff I think it looks cool it looks like it, modern day Assassin's Creed with a lot of it, cool I, stuff to I'm it. What I'm constantly thinking is because he's doing so many different things, like you know, stopping that train, making those uh, pylons like shoot die up. Die Hard Four. Um, <laughs> if it's easy enough to do that, like as quick as the guy was showing stuff off, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun to do. Mm-hmm. Like if you can just be like, you know what, it would be really easy to stop this train. I'll just do that. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of high hopes for this. I hope this just doesn't end up being an Assassin's Creed one. It really looks like Assassin's Creed, though. Like it, it's like the, the like the banter in the giant bomb stream was basically like it looks like they kind of just abandoned Assassin's Creed to get away from that and then just basically do modern day stuff. That's you know without. And to be those perfectly trappings. honest, I am cool with that. Like, are, is are you guys? Is everyone comparing it to Assassin's Creed because he can like climb a bit? Well, because like I feel like every overseas. game can climb now. Running around in big open crowds and but stuff. But can't like everything do that? Like. Not everything they started does that, copying though. that thing like, a long time ago. I remember Saboteur came out, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, it's like City Assassin's Creed." Mm-hmm. And that was similar, though. But there's also cars in it, so I guess. But I mean, we're also talking about the home company, so. Yeah, we're also talking about Ubisoft. Like, it, I don't know. Okay. It's just like my feelings on Assassin's Creed was always like, "This is eventually going to build up to some weird near future game or something." But it looks like they're de-emphasizing that in favor of Watch Dogs. Which seems weird, but it might be a yeah, safe who, move. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to see what the next Assassin's Creed is, I guess. Yeah. As well. Well, it but. does have a new setting and everything, right? And Connor's not in it and all that, but I'm still thinking like 18th century, probably. Like, it is nice to have new IPs, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Regardless sure. of if the framework's similar, it, it's just nice to, you know, have a new IP. It was kind of irritating seeing about. everyone hold off for the next console generation. Mm-hmm. Because no one wanted to take a risk. Of course that's going to happen. Oh, what? like new ideas. Of course, they're gonna hold off for the next. I know, but generation. it. But like that's what I'm saying. It sucks that we had to wait this long because no one wanted to take any risks in this generation anymore. Yeah, right. That it's is it's safest to take risks on a new console than it is to just on an existing. Oh, one. for sh- for sure. 
because you know everyone's like, well, I bought a new console, I will buy any game. Show me something that looks good, and I will give you money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know, developers at this point was like, this console generation has gone on so long, we we're running out of money. What's the best way? What's the quickest way to make money? What can we make a sequel out of? Yeah. And then like, that's that why did you're kind of leave that like, window for indie developers to get some attention, which I thought was cool. But sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, they they didn't really seem to showcase that multiplayer stuff that was happening. Like in the last they, one, they seemed to kind of be like, "Oh, everyone's connected, everyone's playing." Maybe. To be fair, that last one, it was just kind of like a, "Oh, it seems there's a lot of people, but we're not talking about that at all." So it was more speculation. Right. This looked like a single player action game. This was just yeah. This was just kind of more. We're gonna show some more action as opposed to like I guess they, listening stuff. They also had their own version of like dude coming out and being kind of like, "Oh, everyone's connected, media broadcasting," but. Yeah. It after watched or um Sucker Punch Guy just couldn't compare. It's not a speech. Yeah, Sucker Punch Guy was so good. Yeah. I uh, think um, came after Watch Dogs uh, Activision or sorry, uh, no, Blizzard came out, yeah, which that was surprising. The fact uh, that they showed up. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh just kind of quickly announced Diablo 3 coming to PS4 and PS3. Yeah, people were kind of upset. <laughs> well, it was underwhelming, to be sure, because it seems the conversation around Diablo 3 changed pretty quickly after it came out. Like, it went yeah. from, yay, to, ah, this game kind of sucks. It was weird. Like, I I didn't play it, so I don't know what Yeah, no, what a happened. lot of people went cold on Diablo 3 really fast, and just suddenly seeing, like, was it, close to a year later now? Yeah. Getting the PS3, PS2 port. Well, it came out in, didn't it came out summer last year. It was like, yeah, oh, yeah, May so or I guess, you know, so coming we're up on a year. Nine months ago or something, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I don't know, it was kind of, apparently they're trying to figure out some of those issues people have been complaining about in Diablo, like with auction house stuff, like stop farming it, stop doing that, like trying to change the economy or whatever, get people fighting monsters again, but I don't know. Yeah, May 15th. Okay. So not even summer. So almost. Um, And then the last thing, this is where Activision came out, which, duh. Mm-hmm. Who did not see this coming? They showed uh, or talked, I guess, a little bit about Destiny, the new Bungie uh, they game, ca- which is, and they, is- they kind of just showed off some like environment stuff, just some camera fly-throughs of, and it was a lot of looking at the sky. Yeah, a lot of hey, look at that sunrise. Isn't that to awesome? be fair? Halo, the Halo series did that a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, and that's coming to PS3 and PS4, and there will be PlayStation exclusive content. Um, which, you know, PlayStation's been getting a lot of PlayStation exclusive content for a while, so... That's also coming to PS3, that'll... too? Yeah. 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 That, that, that kinda... was what was weird about the conference. A lot of the games they announced are multi-console. That's so weird, because it's just I'm pretty kind sure like... it's just these two. It shows just how minor, a, like, a jump this I, is in a lot of I, ways. I feel like there was a third. Like, there's but another I, game that's also on both? I, I thought there was, but I can't think of what it is right now. I don't remember one, but... Anyway, um... Well, you know, there's definitely going to be games that are on both for a bit, and then that'll stop. I guess. I don't know. It, yeah. I'm yeah, I guess that did happen with the PS2 and PS3 for a while. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it happened with everything. Right? Like, so, I guess, except maybe for the Wii. Yeah, no, it didn't, really, many... it didn't really happen with Nintendo consoles. Like, Twilight Princess is the only case that really happened with the Wii and GameCube. And I'm, I'm, well, I'm thinking Wii and Wii U. I can't think of many that are on both. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I guess just briefly on Destiny, like this this was only kind of weird because there was apparently a press event like a week before where they showed nothing. Basically, like a bunch of people came out 
And it was like, hey, Destiny's gonna be sweet. Later. And there was like barely anything came out of that, which kind of started this whole conversation about the value of preview coverage and whether or not you should really go to an event if it's not going to be anything other than just a hype party. But now they actually showed off some stuff a little bit. So yeah, to be fair, like, they, only, they only showed off a little, little bit here. There was a sniper rifle though at one point, so it's like a shooter or something. There was a bunch well, of we already aliens. knew it was a space shooter. Oh, I know. So, it, yeah. I I don't know. I people have been kind of being really polite about it or something. Like, this looks a lot like Halo, doesn't it? Like, doesn't Yeah, it no, I remember too... even saying that when they first said it's going to be a space shooter. I'm like, well, it's probably going to be... Well, they're good. To be fair, they're good at space shooters. Yeah, but just, like, we're going to go be our own company and do our own thing, and now it's a sphere. It's not just a Halo. Like, basically. I guess. Like, it, Maybe. Who, who knows? I guess. It's super to be fair, there's to say all that. those PlayStation yeah. fans that will pay for a PlayStation Halo. Right. I guess but who so. knows. To be fair, again, we don't know much about Destiny. It could be crazy different. Could be totally different. You're right. But okay, so out of the event, both you guys, what what was like your high points, or what got you real excited? The the dude for Infamous, Infamous and the dude. dude I meant club. like a product that you're excited to get your hands on or use. He, you can't pick him. No, Infamous then, dude. Then I hated this conference. Yeah. Not Infamous <laughs> Second Son, to be clear. Like, who cares? That guy uh, was funny. Yeah. I know, on, in all honesty, uh, probably... Watch Dogs, really? That was about it. Uh, Nathan? Yeah. I, I was kind of excited about... What was it? Flux was the name of it? Or, Knack? Knack. Knack. Sorry, Knack. I don't know where I got Flux from something. But yeah, Knack. Knack looked all right. That's. But honestly, Watch Dogs got the biggest buzz for me. Okay, for for me, it was, like, the only game I'm, like, of these that I've seen, I'm already totally on board, I will play that, uh, it was The Witness. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot about The Witness, yeah, that would go on mine, too. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it, pretty much. Like, I mean, deep down, could, in theory, be interesting in the same way as Dragon's Dogma might be interesting, but I have yet to play enough of that, but, yeah, the the only one I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Witness. So, John, what do you All think? Right. Um, I'm definitely on for Watch Dogs. I thought Knack looked cool as well. Witness, for sure. Um, but I also am really excited about that, you know, downloads and updates in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Super we were just talking about the that. games themselves. I'm just talking about highlights that got me really excited throughout the conference. Like, um, and I will wise. probably end up playing Infamous Second Son, because I do like Infamous. Okay. But I'm not like, jump, I'm not like, Day one, it'll just be. I like Infamous, so I'll play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess there were there was also some grumblings about like, is there going to be backwards compatibility with digital games or not? Like that was kind of a debate. I've heard, I've heard mixed. No. I've heard mixed reports. I've heard one report said no, another one would said possibly. Yeah, and the possibly was kind of like, well, with the cloud, a lot of things are possible. So maybe. Yeah, no, they did, that's the same thing they did with PS One, Two, and Three games. They're like, yeah, like well, it's potentially Gaikai would let you stream all these games. Yeah, but they never they never flat out said, "Yeah, we're we're gonna do that, guys." At one point in the conference, yeah, like there was dude. I think it was Dave Perry came Dave out. Perry, yeah, he was. He said a lot of from Jim. Yeah, he said a lot of hypothetical things that could be, but maybe not. But maybe it was kind of weird. But I, I guess feature wise, I thought the sharing button is a good idea. Like it's a good a, idea, I but I know a ton really of people are not it. gonna use that. Okay, I can't see myself using it. Whereas, like, I'm just like, man, what what could anyone else in the world be doing that's more important than watching me play Dragon's Dogma? Press that button, you know? Yeah, narcissism. But it probably won't let you stream old games. But whatever. 
I don't know. Hypothetically, that yeah. could be cool. Overall, I enjoyed the uh, the conference. I enjoyed watching it. That was cool. It's neat to see them kind of just have like throw their own party and it get this much attention. And yeah, I was not expecting this much to come out of a February thing. So yeah, for sure. Is for sure. E3 even important anymore? I don't know. Just throw your own thing. Maybe. I think that's exactly what the companies are trying to do, trying to weaken the effect of E3. Because I think they realize that gamers get upset watching it because it's always like marketed towards stockholders, essentially. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I like the way Nintendo does it with Nintendo Direct. I think that is the way that we should do things in the future. Like just an internet event, and it's just like yeah. here. Just yeah. repeatedly, like short ones. Yeah. That's a good idea, well, too. Those are definitely nice. I like having And, like and they have a lot of personality down. in them. Like, did you see like the... Where uh, Miyamoto was running around dressed as Luigi with the vacuum. I had seen screenshots, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, Luigi's Mansion comes out next month. There you go. Year of Luigi. Okay, I guess uh, I guess that's gonna do it for this week, though. But g- games of the week. Oh right, I, c- I didn't even have that on the dock. Games of the week. One game, so Fire Emblem. Okay. John's Fire Emblem, Nathan. Uh, I guess I'm probably gonna go just because like it's the only week I'll be playing it. Of uh, the room, I thought it was really cool. I'm gonna the room. Um, I'm. I'm going to give it to the room as well. All right. So check it out. It's not very expensive. Um, and yeah. But yeah uh, we're going to be back next week, so keep staying video games. Write us questions, maybe. Please stay as a video game. Oh, right. We're not going to do questions. This week, we're this not, because there was, there was too much news and things are we're happening. We're all on a short time limit here. We can right. keep piling so up those questions. All the... So, All the questions we do have, we're pushing them the next week. Yeah, top down spec email, TP podcast on Twitter, all that stuff. Send send more. Always welcome. We're we're lonely. Right. Please please talk to us. Yeah. Talk to us. Talk to us, internet. Please. All right, video. Bye, video games. Bye, bye, video keep, games. Keep being video games. See you keep, guys later. Keep on video games. Keep video games. Video games. Video games. Thank <laughs> you.